Welcome to Audio Drama Showcase, part of the StoryForge Network. I'm Scooter Mam, and with me are Maggie Allen. Hello. Helen DeFair. Hi. LJ Donnell. Hey, guys. And Maximum Effort Baskin. Give me chongas. Don't forget to check us out over at Patreon under Legends with Productions. This show is brought to you thanks to the support of our wonderful patrons. Today, we'll be listening to We're Alive Gold Rush, which premiered in September of 2019 and was created by Casey Wayland. Gold Rush is a spinoff of a wildly popular audio drama, We're Alive. While the original show focuses more on horror, this sequel, set 17 years later, focuses more heavily on humor. This episode is called On the Road Again, and it was originally published on September 10th, 2019. But first, a word from our sponsor. Cows. Guns. Truck. Whiskey beer. Boots. Spitting. Tumbleweeds. Sarsaparilla. Riding. Horns. Grass. Drive. Maverick. Taurus. Fresh milk. Real American cowfolk. We will be heard. Okay, let's get started. Damn it, Carl. Just push that button when we're ready to record. That's all you have to do, man. Sorry, I haven't used your camera before. And would you try to make the shot look good at least? You know, like, frame it? Hey, Puck, how much time we got? Uh, about an hour until we gotta head back for chow. And Michael knows we're doing this. Yeah, mostly. Really? Yeah, he knows enough. Carl, you gonna narc on us? Carl, it's alright, alright? He's cool with us having some free time. Just chill. Are we gonna get going? Where's the script? Here it is. The first scene. Alright, what? Okay, you got one copy. How is that even gonna work? Is this handwritten? What the hell does that even say? I didn't have that much time, and you can all just memorize it. You don't need it right in front of you. This looks like a toddler wrote it. Did you write it with your left hand? You know we have computers. This isn't the Stone Age, dude. And there's a copy machine in Michael's office. Oh, fuck you guys, all right? I'll do it better for the next scene. Let's just get this done. We've been putting this off for way too long. Okay, fine. Who am I? Puck, you're Pedro. Muldoon, you're Mimi. Pedro? Wait, wait, wait. You want me to play a Mexican accent? What the hell is your part? What the fuck kind of name is Mimi? It's symbolism. Just go with it. It's gonna be cool. Symbolic to what? Your favorite restaurant, you slob? Hilarious. Hilarious. I haven't been to Mimi's yet. Yeah, because they don't exist. I hear you saying it in your sleep every night. Mimi's, Mimi's, their Thanksgiving dinner. So good. Uh, Excuse me, question. Who am I playing? I want to know who the hell you play, Robbins. All right? What's the name? I'm Marlin. Like Brando? You think you're Marlin Brando? No, not Marlin Brando. The fish. Like the fish in the movie, right? Oh, Marlin the fish. I like that. I'm not the fucking fish, all right? It's just it's just Marlin. That's it. He doesn't have a last name yet. Oh, uh, diva before the first page. 
Has anyone else read this? Not me. What's it say? Is this even the movie we talked about? Shouldn't the beginning of a musical start with a song? These don't look like lyrics to me. Wait, musical? What? No, we scrubbed that idea, remember? No one wants to see a musical, and I can't even write a musical. What? Exactly, which is why Space Zombie Invasion was the best choice. Super easy to do. And I mean, everywhere you go, the setting is ready. Why would anyone want to see a movie about the zombie apocalypse living in the zombie apocalypse? Ugh, nobody asked you, Carl. Yeah, Carl. And you better not let Michael hear you use the Z word. What's with him and the Z word anyway? He's like the zombie Al Sharpton. Nah, it's, I think it's because he doesn't like want people to just assume some rules about zombies based on those Hollywood movies and shit like that. I mean, it made a little bit of sense. I mean, you know, it's him. All right, you Michael apologist. Look, would you just start learning your lines so we can get this thing started? We don't have a lot of time. Okay, okay. So when do the space zombies land? Is this the scene? I still think zompires was a better idea. You know, the zombie vampires? Zompires? Alright, that sounds like zombie umpires. It didn't work, Carl. Oh, and space does? Whatever, man! Alright, we're not doing any of those ideas. Shit! I changed it to something better! Diva already! I told ya! Shut up! Listen, look, okay? Here it is. This is a zombie western. Wait, what? A western? How would that even work? All the backdrops here are modern. It doesn't matter. We shoot around it. Movie magic. Plenty of open lots. We make it more western-like with... You know, themes and shit. Alright, I still like the musical idea. You know, some song, some dance, gotta do the bada, yeah! Oh! Hey, that was pretty good. Oh, well, thank you, thank you, thank Look, you. I already wrote the script. We're here. Let's just give it a try. If it works, great. If not, we'll try something else next time. So I'm still speaking with, like, a Mexican accent? We're really doing this? Hey, at this point, I'm just glad that we're finally shooting something. A zombie western shot in L.A.? I still don't get how this is going to work. It's a comedy, too. It's, it's going to be funny. So a zombie comedy western. Or is it a zombie western comedy? Ha! Whatever. This has got to be the stupidest idea I've ever heard of. Wayland Productions presents We're Alive. Gold Rush. Chapter One On the Road Again Written, directed, and produced by K.C. Whalen. Welcome to Gold Rush. Now before we begin our adventure, 
A word of warning. The story you're about to hear contains loud sounds, adult situations, and language. There will be some minor spoilers, for this is the third installment of We're Alive. It's not required to know what's happened before in order to understand and enjoy this series, but it also doesn't hurt. And with that, we're ready to begin. Our story begins 17 years after the outbreak, in a place that might be familiar. The city-state of Westport, formerly known as the Colony. Some things have changed, and some things never will. Moving to the pharmacy. Alex, cover Nick. I don't need him to Just cover Just do me. it! Now! Clear. Same on this side. Nothing in here. Nick, watch the front. Alex, help me look for it. Erythromycin, right? That's what we're supposed to find? Erythromycin, with an E. There's no infected out there, so take your time. Almost sound disappointed. Because I am. We should be so lucky. Why? You scared? Ignore him. Keep looking for the pills. And Nick! So help Just watch that door! I feel like the other trainees are going to be disappointed that we, of all people, won't have a story from the arena. What? Like this is a fucking game to you? They keep score, don't they? Ignore him. He, he doesn't mean that. We already walked like half the arena. I'm kind of surprised that we didn't see at least one. There's only three infected in the arena. That we know nothing about. <laughs> you are scared of them. You should be. And why is that? You think they're different? They are. The ones in the arena, they're tortured, they're pissed, they're hungry, and they don't want to infect you. They want to tear you apart. How would you know that? My team found out the last time I was in here. It's bad enough to lose a teammate, but then you get recycled. Yeah, well, Vera and I are different. You hope. You don't want to have to do this all again next year. Trust me. Found it! Got the pills. Sweet, you did? We can leave now. Head back to the start point. But that's it? It's over? This was the mission. Now, come on! Block's clear. Should we go back the same way we came? Yes. Go, stay in the open. We ain't out of the woods yet. How big is this place? How far does it go that way? A lot of blocks. Tons of concrete required to build the walls. Seems like a big waste of resources. Training's important. And you don't want them getting out. Where is it? Around the office building. No need, come on. What are you doing? It went this way. We don't need to go after it. Put our backs to it? Shit, another one. Down our path. This one's right here. I got it. Wait, wait. Stay together. Get back here, you idiot. This way. He's not going inside, is he? Damn it. 
Nicholas Tink, get back here! It ran in here. In here! Get your light on. He's not dead. He's gonna be. Hey, watch it with that thing. Nick? Relax. I know how to handle this. Good. We need to leave. What the hell did you think you were doing? Something was happening. Okay, they were setting up a trap on the road. I broke it up. The trap wasn't on the road. No! 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 Back up! It ain't moving, it ain't moving. They put something behind it. Save that ammo. They only gave us seven shots for the Mata gun. We need to find another way out of here. You're never going to a building if you don't have to? What the hell were you thinking? They were setting up something, so Yes! I... This, dumbass! Your kill was just the bait. Should we call it in? Or stick it out? I warned you, you cocky mother- Present right, situation! Come on, come on, Present it, situation! We are not calling in. That's an auto failure. There are two infected remaining, probably waiting for us ahead. There's nothing else this way, so we'll need to push towards the center of the building into whatever they have for us. You follow me, or get left behind. Got it? Yes, Lieutenant. Whatever you say, Vera. Ammo check. Uh, 115 round magazine for the M16. Three shots with the Mata 6. Take my pistol. I have something else. <laughs> they let you take that in here? In a manner of speaking. Why would you ever choose a sword over a pistol? It's a katana, and it won't run out of ammo. And she is pretty good with it. Are you both fucking loony? Maybe, but I'm still in charge, so follow. You're either gonna get me killed or recycled again. Not if we stick close to the- Bear, are you okay? I- I'm fine! The ceiling just collapsed! Be careful, they wanna separate us. I know, I'm the separated. We have to find a way around somehow. We're, we're coming to you. The center of the building is completely burnt out. Be careful. Everything's unstable. Yep, that goes all the way outside. Well, I found a way to the roof. Shouldn't you be quiet? They know we're here. I want to hear you're close. Keep talking. We're trying to find a way to you. <sighs> Hold on. They're above me. Get over here! I think we just passed a way out of here. Last one's bailing. Left hallway. It went to the left. Th there it goes. Well, I don't want to run after it. Do you? What are you doing? 
getting a higher position. Isn't that a little ambitious? Three. You're a piece of work, you know that? I am aware. Yeah, I hate you, but it's pretty awesome. Thought that infected was long gone. I spent a lot of time in the Guardian Towers. Plenty of practice along the border. We're all good now? Uh-huh. Hey, we at least have a story, right? I'm not talking to you. This is Fireteam Red coming up to the extraction point. Fireteam Red Retrieval, three hours, 42 minutes. What's the score, Sergeant Hawks? One thing at a time. Move forward for injury checks. Dump your gear on the benches. Master of Arms, take their weapons. I'm just glad this is over. Clean in detail. Grab all the gear. Here's the mission briefing back. And, uh... <laughs> what are you missing? Um... Did one of you move the pills into your gear? Wait, what? No, you grabbed it. It was in your bag. I, I know, and it was in here. Did it fall out somewhere? Oh, boy. There, there's a hole in the bag. It must have tore when we went inside. Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, it's, it's all right, it's all right. We'll just go back and grab it really quick. The score won't change that much. Yeah. That's not allowed. You're already at the end. Mission's over. No way. Look, there's no danger. We killed all of them. That doesn't matter. It's meant to simulate a real environment. And we already left. Well, you, you aren't serious, are you? We killed every infected. Mission was item retrieval. What you did was just stupid. But doesn't matter. No item, no pass. It's safe. I, I can run there and back in like five minutes. Fall in line. Turn in your gear. It's over. Now. No, I, I can go get it. Look, Alex, Do not Alex, step just... one foot back in that arena. Do you hear me? Get back here now. I'm sorry, Alex. It wasn't your fault. Hey, look, man. Look, it's not a big deal, okay? We can just go. Hey! Alex! Okay. Come on now, what are you doing? Was not expecting that. You know. <laughs> hey, hey! Okay, now I'm pissed. Hey! Hey, hey get off of him! Call the general. I'm not giving up shit. It's only ever about you, isn't it? Stop! Stop now! But well, you could dish it, but you can't take it, huh? Nick! Stop! Couldn't leave it alone, could you? How's your story now? You're gonna repeat an entire year. What an ending. You really think I'm gonna have to do that? Or her? Nick. Yeah, of course. Why should the rules ever apply to either of you? Do either of you ever have any consequences? I have earned my place here, same as him. We've done everything you have. Really? No bending of the rules? No privilege? No extra katana? Extra what? Where? Oops. Thank you for that. Continue to screw everyone, why don't you? Where's the katana? You know, it may look bad to repeat a year, but I cannot imagine what two is gonna look like. Maybe people will start thinking you're not suited for this line of work. You know, I, I tell you to go home, but... Not again, Jeez. Too far, Nick. Okay, got nothing, boy. Let's go. We got nothing, Let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Hey, 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 break it up. Come on. Nothing will ever happen to you two. Pure fucking nepotism. Is it our fault we still have people alive who care about us? You fucking bastard. 
Get the hell off of each other! get them inside. Separate rooms now. Yes, sir. You're lucky he came, you shit. Get him out of here! Sir, I'm very sorry about that. It's just... I know. I know. Get to inspection. I'll take care of you. Sergeant Hoggs? Yeah. Watch him. You got it, sir. We'll be back after a brief word from our sponsors. Does it feel like your deck controls you? Like you're trapped as it keeps hounding you, taking away one piece at a time, never able to get ahead? Getting into debt is easy. Getting out of it is hard. High interest rates from multiple places like car payments, credit cards, student loans, it all stacks up. And if you miss payments on anything, that score assigned to you takes a hit and makes payments rise, making it even harder to get free. But what if you could consolidate it all down into one payment? And what if that company looked at you beyond the traditional credit score and took account of the other aspects that make you, you? Upstart.com is that company, the revolutionary lending platform that knows you're more than just your credit score and offers smarter interest rates to help you pay off high interest credit card debt, taking into consideration aspects like education and work experience. One of the best parts, they make it fast, simple, and easy to apply. Free yourself from the burden of debt and feel what it's like to get ahead. See why Upstart is ranked number one in their category with over 300 businesses on Trustpilot and hurry to upstart.com live to find out how low your Upstart rate is. Checking your rate only takes a few minutes and won't affect your credit. That's upstart.com alive. Let's make some mayhem. Shoot and loot your way through a mayhem-fueled adventure in Borderlands 3. Blast through new worlds and enemies as one of four new playable vault hunters, each with deep skill trees, abilities, and customizations. Play solo or with your friends to take on insane enemies, score loads of loot, and save the galaxy from a fanatical threat. Mayhem is coming September 13th on PC, Xbox One, and PS4. Pre-order now at Borderlands.com. Rated M for Mature. Hey guys, I want you to hear something. That, that thing is what I used before I found this. Yeah. This is the Lawnmower 2.0 from Manscaped. Now I gotta admit, I'm a, I'm a hairy guy and I started going bald when I was about 18. And uh, the hair pretty much went everywhere else in my body except for the top of my head. And so, I can't tell you how many times this thing, yeah, nicked me. It's probably why a lot of people don't actually try to do up-close grooming down there. So, the Lawnmower 2.0 has this great electric new trimmer, and it's got this skin-safe technology that won't, like, nick or snag you at all. One of the great things about this trimmer is you can take it right in the shower, and it's so quiet that you can barely even hear it over the shower head. Manscaped offers this whole package that gives you like the deodorants, the cleaners, all this stuff specifically made for your man parts. And well, don't get me wrong, I mean, this thing is great, and I recommend it to all my friends regardless of gender because it's a, it's a game changer. So you're curious, take a look at the website. This thing is pretty amazing. And you can get 20% off and free shipping with the code ALIVE at manscaped.com. Check it out, they have a whole line of products. So remember, get 20% off and free shipping with the code ALIVE at manscaped.com. 
That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use the code ALIVE. Now, where do you think you're going? Stay tuned after the credits for a preview of the next episode of Gold Rush. And now, on with the show. We can't really bend the rules for them, you know? It wouldn't look right. I understand that, and wouldn't expect you to. But repeating two years, when neither one was actually Alex's fault? And after his mom, I just can't do it. Mom? Yeah. She died like a month ago. Brain clot, or something like that, over at Lake Matthews. The guy has been through a lot of shit lately, and hasn't fallen out. Not like he'd have anywhere to go, but uh... I'm kind of responsible, right? The kid's got no one now. The kind of shit he's already dealt with, and he's barely 17. There are a lot of kids going through the same thing here. I know. I just don't want to lose Alex. Sir. What is it? Caught the soldier from today trying to go over the wall. You want to guess who that is, CJ? Bring him up. All right. Do we think is best? Owe it to Robin to look after his son. I actually got something in mind. Something to try with him, but uh, it might take me away for a little bit. What? Why? It'd take a while to explain, but just trust me. Do what you need to do. For the other two, is it fair to bump Nick and Sarah back for just half a cycle? Yeah, I can probably arrange that. They didn't mess up that badly. Some of those infected have been in there for quite some time anyway, so... All right, we'll hobble your ass in there, and don't bomb the speech. We're already too late. We need to tell him. Oh, boy. Mr. Mayor, I believe the zombies have taken over the Abernathy farm outside of town. What should we do? We will do what we have to to survive. Oh, that idiot. Mimi. Tell everyone to board up the windows to the entire town and shoot anyone that acts funny. Even if it means taking the lives of others? Oh, Carl. Whatever the cost. Secretary, we need to leave. Oh, no! Are they attacking now? No, no, no. Cut, cut. Drama queen. Come on, guys. You can do better than that. What are you talking about? I nailed my line. I don't understand why the characters need to leave at all. And where are we going? We haven't written that part yet. Well, can't you cut that part in or something, whatever you do, edit? Uh, we have actual work to do. What really needs to be done at 10 o'clock at night, Michael? Uh... Yeah, that's what I thought. <laughs> Perfect, Pegs. Keep doing what you're doing. Michael, act. You gotta be the mayor. Mayor. Can anyone else hold the camera now? My arm's getting tired. Oh, yeah. Everyone else is in the scene. Not you. I'm directing. Where the hell are you taking me? You're lucky it ain't the brig. Hey, screw you, pig. Like I haven't heard that one before. Hey, it's all right, Sergeant Hoggs. Cut him free. General? He was going AWOL, sir. Alex, you going anywhere now? No, sir. Also found contraband on him. Not the only one drinking tonight. 
How should I proceed? Give us some time, all right? No problem. Sir. Sir, about earlier, I I'm sorry that I got... I heard thing. everything Nick said. I probably would have hit him, too. But you know, Saul was his dad and what that means to people. You think I give a shit about that? He was saying some awful things. You can't let what someone says change you. Real soldiers don't show their pain. Follow me, you can lose the sir nonsense, all right? Your little fight, it's not the worst thing that happened, but do you know how bad AWOL is? Absent without leave? You know what happens after that? You don't get let back in. With all due respect, sir, so the hell what? Where are you gonna go? There are other options. How are you planning on getting there? Yeah, that's what I thought. Oh my goodness, this is some good whiskey. I know. Cost me a fortune. Oh, is that so? Alright, well then, in that case, you keep it. I mean, after your day, shit. This means I'm out, right? What? No, you're still in. That hasn't changed. Sir, I, I don't want to get you in trouble. I can't legally have this. Alright, fine. Whatever. You're temporarily unenrolled. Now get your ass over to my desk. Have a seat. Did you just kick me out of the program? I thought I was still in. I'll reinstate you after, alright? Don't worry about it. You can do that? I just did. So I can, alright? If you say so. Alright, come on. What is this place? Never been here before. You might enjoy this. Alright, let me get the lights. Yeah, pretty cool, huh? Your own museum? Well, CJ called it a library of artifacts, potato, potato. You know any of this stuff? Of course. Who doesn't? Are these... The, the original journals? Few of them, anyway, yeah. I thought these would be locked up somewhere. They are. Some stuff's here, some stuff's downtown in the official museum. I just have my own stash. Everything's so familiar. The sat phone. Is that a piece of wall from the original tower? Yeah, some rules of the tower section. Before my time. And is that... is that Shirley? Yep. Bird asked me to keep the pieces here safe. What's with the whole getup? Ah, Bert did all that. Got really into Lord of the Rings a few years back, and uh... So he made Shirley look like the shards of Narso. Yeah. Yeah, I thought it was kinda dumb. <laughs> he did a good job putting it together. I, I think it looks good. Maybe it is a little bit cool. This can't be an original Modigun? Yep. This is, uh... This is the one Robbins and I used back then. Is this what you want to talk about? Stories about my dad? No. Well, kinda. And, and your mom, too. My mom? No, not like that. Sir, look, I know you were his friend, but... No, thank you. I don't need your help, and you don't owe me anything. All right, it might be important to know a little bit more about Sir, something. honestly, I don't want to. They're dead, and I could give two shits about either one. All right, obviously, you still do. Otherwise, you wouldn't have knocked Nicholas on his ass. Sir, I... I Look, trainee, do you know what the alternative scenarios are right now? Okay, I got other options than chatting a little bit, all right? Yeah, that's what I thought. Alright, some of your mom's stuff got sent over from Lake Matthews after she died. Yeah, I got the copies you sent. Yeah, you watch any of the videos? A few. Really great stuff. My dad was screwing around in all of it. Okay, to his defense, we usually only filmed when we were screwing around. 
can't believe she kept them. The tapes. Not me. Alright, you and I both know she had her own issues. They told you she OD'd? Blood clot was what I was told. You believe that? Maybe. What is all this? You trying to soften the blow before you cut me from the program? What? No, I just... You already unenrolled me! Alright, that was a joke. Alright? To get you to drink and relax. Alright, I'm, I'm trying to talk to you. Will you please just let me do that? Fine. I'll cut to the chase. How well you know the story of survival? I've read the book a few times, and we had to read it in school. Did your mom ever tell you how she met Robbins? The city visitor at Lake Matthews. Yeah, that's what I thought she'd say. Well, that's not really the truth. Your mom was a very secretive person. She left out details. I get why. But since I'm the only one left now, I ain't dying the only one who knows this shit. What does any of this have to do with the story of There's survival? There's a few gaps in time, you know? Sometimes nothing happened or people didn't write anything down. Other times, we just never turned in the journal. What is this? Carl wrote it. I kept it. The crazy stuff that happened. Oh man, no one knew. We didn't tell a soul. Why? few reasons. I'll get to that. Wait, what are you doing? I shit you not. It all starts right here. We started recording this little bit. So what the hell did we do? Oh, forgot to rewind. Just a second. Wait, this says you guys went Wait, to- Wait, hey, 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 don't get ahead of me. Alright, I'll get there. Here it is. Well, dude, you ready? Ah, we shot this in the abandoned lot. <laughs> Can't even tell, right? Yeah. Uh, Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. One time, Rolling. we broke in the Universal. We shot a bunch of scenes there. I mean, they got this whole Western backlot thing. The zombies seem to have taken over the library. We should get out of town. Meet up with the others. See, right behind you, buddy. This is terrible. This does have a point, right? Hey, hey, just keep watching. All right, jeez, just keep watching. He's sure it's hot out here. I think I need a break. Now's not the time for a break. All right, just keep going. Walk towards the street. I can't walk any further. Come on, Muldoon, say the line. I don't care if they have my girlfriend. We need to get out of here. Uh, all right, now, now keep going. Keep going. It's a cut, right? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's the end of the page. Uh, hey, hey, hey. Oh, shit! Why? They're standing on me. Uh, there's someone over here. Uh, get that stuff off him. Take his rifle. <laughs> under that. Should we put it back? <laughs> hey, hey, stand back. Is he bit or what? No, 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 just shot. It's a lot of blood. Call it in, quick. No, 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 don't, don't, don't. What? Why, why wouldn't we call it in, buddy? It won't matter now. Where are you hit? Don't, 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 please don't move me. Don't move me. I think he's paralyzed. Yeah, mostly shot in the back. <laughs> I still got one good arm. Here, you want some water? So what the hell do we do? I got some morphine in my bag. We can give him some morphine. Does that help? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Keep drinking. Thanks. You got any more of that morphine? That's all we got, man. So, uh, so who shot you? 
my stinking bastard partner, ex-partner, dead partner. God damn it. Someone else over here. How do we miss all these bodies, guys? Hey, hey, mister, stay with me, okay? Uh, our, our truck, our truck broke down. Your truck? <laughs> Is that why you're here? Uh, follow, follow the map. Map? What map? Take it. Take it. It's yours. What's ours, buddy? What are you talking about? What's ours? Oh, thank you. Hey, no, 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 no. You're gonna be just... Fine. He's dead. You killed him, Carl. What the fuck just happened? What was that all about? I have no idea. Map? What? This guy's... He's got nothing on him. I mean, he was high on morphine. Uh, guys? I found something. Is it the map? Uh, maybe you should just come take a look. What'd you find? Apparently his partner. Look at all this. Let me see. Looking for a map, right? It's hand-drawn, and the only name of the road on there is Route 66. Oh, that narrows it down. Oh, yeah, that's super helpful. Map to what, though? Bars. 3,000 bars. Um, what does that mean? These are loading plans, and there's a code number here. For truck. That truck's on the map? On the road? And there's like a mountain or a hill over there? So what do you think's in it? Here, I think he's holding something. If we just roll him over. Uh, what shit. the... Is that... Was he laying on... A bar of fucking gold? Is that real? It can't be. Bullshit. No way. No way. This is super heavy. It's real. And the paper said there were 3,000 of these things. No way. No freaking way. Take it. It's yours. That's a bunch of bullshit, man. This is a prank, right? They set the camera down. I can't even see anything anymore. It's there. I can only see the top of your head, and even then, what does this have anything to do with me? I'm getting to that, all right? It's not a short story, and you're getting the full thing, so sit down and listen. Okay, yeah, but that gold bar you found, that, that, that's part of your movie, right? There's no way anybody would ever have a bar that big. Can I continue or not? That's, that's, that's real? Oh, you better believe it is. Continue? Oh, thank you. That's very kind of you. I... I just can't... I, I mean, how? This thing is so heavy, it could hurt you. Where the hell did it come from? Obviously, these two stole it or something. Well, no shit, they stole it. There's writing on it. Turn it over. Fort Knox. What? No, dude, that's impossible. It says it right there. Look, there's a number on the side, too. How the hell these two jerk-offs get it out of Fort Knox? What, you think security lasted after the end of the world happened? Give it to me. I want to hold it. <laughs> what the hell is this worth? You mean now, like today? Or like when dollars were a thing? Uh, I mean, last year, I think the price per ounce was something like $900. An ounce? This thing's like 25 pounds! Someone else do the math. Okay, so that bar would have been worth, like, 350 grand. I could have bought a mansion with what I'm holding right now. All right, dude, welcome to California. That would have got you half a fixer-upper. If these guys really took 3,000 bars, 
How much would that- It's about a billion dollars, more or less. No, that much? And even all that wasn't enough. Shot your partner in the back. Okay, wait, we don't really know who shot first. Well, the only answer to that question is Han Solo. Oh, you <laughs> fucking nerd. Huh. You know, if you think about it, it must have been the guy who talked to us who fired first. So our guy shot this guy, then when our guy was leaving, this guy shot him in the back? Oh shit. We gave morphine to the bad guy. Ah, uh, what a way to go. Killed by your own buddy over something that ain't even worth shit anymore. Well, not necessarily. There's no way they could have stole it before the outbreak, so it's still gotta be worth something. What always holds its value through every major civilization? Gold. Yeah, but not for like, freaking years. What if that bar was just from a souvenir shop or something? A, a paperweight with a giant logo that says Fort Knox. I mean, come on. This seems real to me. Yeah, and I'm pretty sure the government would actually put some huge label on it. And a cereal. So, we'd have to melt it down make our own bar. Hell, you could make a lot of shit out of gold just for fun. We could do the golden gun from Bond. Oh, fuck yeah, dude! You'd need more than one bar though, right? Lucky for us, we know where 2,999 more are. Wait, come on. You're not all that dumb, right? It's obviously a trap. Oh, follow our map. We show up, and boom! We're all dead. Yeah. Maybe finding these two is actually part of the trap. I mean, you have no idea who these guys are. Did anyone even check for IDs yet? Yeah, I checked the other guy. Not him, though. Alright, mm. Sorry, buddy. Here. Let's see. Henry Blackburn from Virginia. Huh. I'm, the face matches. Business card says he was an accountant. Okay, so probably not a mauler. We're in the clear on that. Anything else in there? Nah, not really. But who still carries around their ID and wallet? I do. It's a force of habit. Feels weird without it. Yeah, Michael does too. Then this guy wasn't trying to hide who he was. Maybe they weren't so bad after all. Yeah, but they still stole the gold. Do we know that? Maybe they just collected it. No one left guarding Knox? Why not? Two guys load the bars in their truck, and it breaks down because they overload it. True, but it wouldn't be easy to move that much gold. It couldn't just be any truck. It would need a lot of axles. Exactly. Amateur move. And the map is the only way they would know how to get back to the truck. All that gold had no use to a dying man. A couple of nice guys like us come along, try to help him, drug him a little bit. We get rewarded. You guys aren't seriously considering following the map. I'm just talking right now. Yeah, what do you expect us to do? Go back to filming after all this exciting shit is happening? These were bad dudes, and now they're dead. And you just want to pick up where they left off. Well, regardless, we can let Michael or CJ decide once we get all this back to them. That's the plan, right? Why do they need to know? You want me to lie to Michael? He'd see right through me, okay? I, I, I can't do that, and, and why would we not tell him? Look. I enjoy living at the colony. I do. But let's face it, we're the low men on the totem pole. We're always getting shit on. Especially you, Carl. Low men on the totem pole are the highest ranking. Well, then it makes perfect sense. I am the highest ranking officer. Look, man. We took orders from Boulder. That went under. Next came Irwin. Same thing there. Now we do all the colony's dirty work. Maybe we stop jumping from one shitstorm to another. 
and that gold, it can change all that. Does this work? Hello? Hello? Who the hell is that? Someone, please. We need help. We found this place. Where is that coming from? Gotta be an outpost, right? It's the only thing that would be on that channel. If there's no one out there, we need to go. Respond. Say something. Where you at? Victor beat you to it. Oh, thank God. I, I don't know. It, it, it's an apartment building. I, I saw the radio antenna on the roof, so... Oh. There should be a number written on the radio. Find it. They're gonna need our help, right? Yeah. Alright, grab everything you can. Throw it in the back of the Hummer. You good to drive? Of course. We just gonna leave the bodies there? Yeah, I mean, unless you've got a good reason to take them with us. Grab all their shit anyway. 16, the number is 16. That's not too far. Yeah, load up. Let's go, let's go. Yeah, you're right, that bar is super heavy. That everything? Got their bags and gear, nothing else on them. I'm driving, Carl. You sure? I mean, I can just, I mean, you go on. Trust me, he's fine. I got the turret. We're not far. We're heading there now. Okay. We ain't gonna say shit about the gold to anyone, right? Uh, I mean, I kinda understand, but not telling Michael? Look, why don't we just put a pin in it and not say anything right now? Keep it to ourselves. We still don't know if any of this is even true. Hey man, did you just say put a pin in it? I don't know guys, This, uh, I, I don't feel right about this. If, if Michael asked me, I don't even know if I can lie. Carl, you won't have to with him, alright? We can just do that for you. So we all good? No one says shit? All right, I'm on board. I'm, I'm coming. 250 mil each. Pleasure doing business with you gentlemen. Now let's go save some fucking lives and get rich. Wait, 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 I didn't- Hey, Robin! What? Now your zombie comedy western movie comes with a treasure hunt. I'm not gonna lie, you're a bunch of fucking idiots, but that sounds awesome. Yeah! Hello? Come in. Are you still at 16? Well, that's not good. We're coming up on the outpost. Alright, Robbins, you stay up there. Watch our backs with the turret. Carl, Muldoon, you follow me. Got it. Alrighty. The others are already here. Come on! Outside looks clear. You sure this is it? And they just happen to go to the wrong place too, dumbass? Big talk. Just remember, I got this big gun, and I'm not talking about the turret. Yeah, keep perpetuating that lie. I've seen your penis. All right, seriously, shut the fuck up. Hey, don't forget to ask him about, you know, the thing. If it comes up, just stay in the turret. Hey, guys. Good timing. You good following our lead? Why? Because you're military police? Infantry, right here. You want to step in front? By all means. Uh, baby daddy gonna be in the back. Thank you. Yeah, as you should be. Oh, falling behind you. All right, this way. It's so quiet. I know, it's weird. It sounded like there was way more going on over the radio. How you doing, man? It's been a while. Doing good. Been sticking around Dunbar mostly. Lizzie's getting bigger every minute. It's really great, man. So, uh, 
Robbins was wondering if you and Lizzie got the script. We'll talk about that later, guys. So what's the plan? All right, head in the side door, clear the building as we go until we reach the outpost on the second floor. Watch our backs. It's an apartment building, so lots of rooms around the safe house. Anything else we should know? The outpost door is at the end of the hall on the second floor. Keys under the mat. So secure. This is meant to be a place to go when you're on the run, for anyone who needs it. And it worked. If anyone's even alive in there. Yeah. You see any signs of a big one, or something weird? Book it back outside, got it? Robin's on the 50 count. Ready. Rock and roll. I'm good. Out Falcon standing. Oh. Am I supposed to say something too? Let's go. Falcon? Like a bird? He thinks it's clever. They don't like when you swear in the military. So that's his way around it. Shh. Movement. Second floor. Moving inside. Stick close. I'm in. I might have something. Single contact! We're alive. Gold Rush will return next week. Written, directed, and produced by K.C. Wayland. Starring Brett Newton, Tony Reyes, Sean Lewin, Christian Vieira, Austin Trace, Vincent Tyrone Green II, Hajin Cho, Thomas Bell, Jim Gleason, Otto Sturk, Nate Jeeves, Elisa Elliott, Constance Parn, and guest starring Danny Trejo as Blackburn. Additional voices by Liam Holton, Caitlin Bristow, and me, I'm Michael Swan. Produced by Brett Newton, Tony Reyes, Sean Lewin, Christian Vieira. Associate producers, Shanti Ryle, Lauren Kroon, Blair Whalen. Casting by David Seiden, Vanessa Knight. Original music by Danny Burkhoff Hopkins. Supervising sound designer, Casey Whalen. Sound designers, Michael Keane, Brian Lincoln. For more info about the show and a complete list of cast and crew, visit us at www.we'realive.com. We'd like to thank the entire team at Podcast One. As the leading podcast network, they have made it possible to bring this series to life for you. And they have more than 200 of today's best podcasts easily accessible on the free Podcast One app. This has been a Theater for the Mind by Wayland Productions. Dedicated to Nick. In the next chapter of We're Alive. Single contact! Clear as we go! You know what? Fuck it, let's do it. Okay. Hey, yeah! Hey, Maldon, are you sure that this is a good idea? Well, we got this birthday thing tonight. Why don't we talk about it afterward? Watch, there's gonna be like five people at this thing. No one said it was a themed party. Did anyone actually read the invite? What do you say? Meet back at Robin's in my place at 12? Hey, fine by me. <laughs> Holy shit. I mean, 
I, I knew when I was putting together some of the materials that it had Danny Trejo in it. And because of that, I expected a certain degree of professionalism and a certain level of quality, but wow. I thought I recognized that name. What, Danny Trejo? Yeah. Machete? Machete is so good. I love Machete so much. I mean, he was also one of the secondary people in the first Dust Till Dawn and one of the main people for the later ones. Mm-hmm. And uh, also an incredible human being. So I've heard. Yeah. Yeah, Danny Trejo, if you're listening, we love you and your face and your heart. Just so you know. And apparently your vegan donuts are very good. Oh, I want one. I'm hungry. So what did you guys think about this other than Danny Trejo? <laughs> can, can we just take a second to once again go, holy shitballs, Danny fucking Trejo. <laughs> <laughs> it's interesting how, because um, I saw him in What We Do in Shadows and I kind of lost my shit there too. That show's great too. Oh, yeah. And yeah, we should just have like a whole Discord chat about how fun that is because John and I just started it. Oh my God, it just gets better. It's amazing. I, I've got to say, I was not expecting like a Hollywood level quality from an audio trauma. And that's really what I feel like I got from the beginning with the very accurate sounding footsteps on what sounded like a mix of gravel and sand to the, I think someone had mentioned the wind whistling and I didn't even think about it, but it was there and it was just subconsciously processing and making it feel more authentic. Uh, that, that was, I, I was blown away. I agree completely. So like one of the things, and we've all been doing this a long time. I, I mean, like a long time, like it feels like a long time. And so you can always tell when, even if like the, the um, script is really good and the sound effects are really good. You can always tell when, when people are kind of getting into their voice acting, because as bombastic as they can sound in real life, it's sometimes really hard to get that over a mic and without a face and without, you know, gestures. And every one of these people, every single time they talked, their intonation was flawless and broad and, and, you know, all of their emotions were very real and their enunciation during all of that, whether or not they were picking up tempo, whether or not they were angry or panicked or, you know, in the background or whatever was excellent i was really like just in it because of how authentic they all sounded one thing that i really enjoyed um was the engineering was just on point all of the levels were really consistent um but from scene to scene um even the the theme song the bumpers and the commercials uh which is sort of a pet peeve of mine when i'm listening to something that that has sharp changes in levels quiet or soft um between uh, between portions of the show and i would imagine that this was another production where they weren't all in the same studio at the same time and the timing between different people speaking seemed like it was nailed it was it was an awkward it didn't sound like it was forced i, I frequently hear when there's like a fraction of a second too long of a pause between one person saying something and another person saying something. This didn't have any of that. It sounded like they were in the same room and it sounded like that room was outdoors and there were infected around them. Yeah, I mean, like, as far as I'm aware, I, I believe they do most of their recording in Wayland Productions' studio out in LA. Uh, I'm sure they do some remote recording as well. That's, that's pretty standard. But I know that he has a studio because I got a chance to virtually tour it at some point. 
I've met Casey. Casey's an awesome dude. Talk out at a couple of different events. So yes, I believe he does most of his stuff out of the studio over there. I don't know if that was done by the time they started recording this, so he might have used a different studio. But I, I believe he does tend to use local actors and then some remotes. I was going to say, I did, I really liked the way that um, all the characters kind of played off each other. Like the dialogue sounded very natural and just like they were actual human beings having actual conversations with each yes. other. I agree. There, there was definitely a, a level of verisimilitude there. There, I got to use my word. But it, it wasn't just what they were saying. It was, well, it wasn't just how they said it. It was also little quirks like that out Falcon standing line. And, and then that, that confused me because I was like, did he actually say that? And then they explained it. And that gave me an immediate sense of completion for that moment of confusion. I, I loved that part because I also had to laugh when um, in the initial flashback where we were with all of the, uh, the characters like Robbins and such, when um, the one guy was like, do I have to do a Mexican accent? Are you serious? And then when they flash forward, and they had him do like a bad Mexican accent. They're like, this isn't going to work. I was like, this sounds exactly like a bunch of actors and audio drama people being like, we can't do this. We have to start over. <laughs> it was so authentic. And I loved it. Um, my, In fact, what was really funny is it became increasingly obvious. And I think a lot of us can say this, that like it would have helped a lot more than we initially maybe considered to have listened to other parts of the story. Um, there was a lot of times when I was just kind of waiting to find out more about the other characters, but I was never really feeling like I wanted to turn it off. I was still enjoying walking with these people and like listening to them and kind of learning who they were, um, which I liked a lot. So even though I was kind of caught out, you know, kind of going, wait, who is this person? And we kind of figured out, okay, Alex is Robbins's slash Marlon, not the fish's kid. And we got to kind of uh, figure out who, you know, and, and like, you know, and kind of figuring out when the flashbacks were and stuff. That was fine. I was kind of, I was still in it. I was still attached to these people because they were so genuine. I think something that initially confused me was the, the use of flashbacks. Um, and by the time I got to the end of the episode, uh, I could definitely identify which sections were past in which sections were present but i feel i could have done with some more of a, an a audio indicator of the difference between past and present whether it was a filter um or uh, i don't know uh, uh, tinkling bells <laughs> some sort of sound effect but something that really made it clear as to um, what was the framing story and what, what is the, the main meat of the gold mission? I felt that way too. I was, um, I started to get it by the end, like when they were transitioning between the flashback and the present day. Uh, my thing was kind of, this might've been helped if I was actually familiar with their other stuff. And they even had that disclaimer at the beginning, but I spent a lot of the episode engaged, but also in an ordinate amount of time wondering you know, how does this world work? What exactly is going on? Because like it kept slipping between the two and I was like, are zombies actually a thing? Or is this just like part of the movie or like, yeah. For me, the only thing that really stood out was not understanding why in this post-zombie apocalyptic future, gold still had any real value. I mean, they're not in a situation where they can do any real advanced electronics, which is gold's only intrinsic value. 
but also is there anything that they're doing that would really have gold as a basis of value? I mean, yes, it's rare, but they're not operating off of like a centralized government or group of governments. So it it just, it seemed like it, maybe it was because of uh, inertia, just, hey, we, we grew up before this and gold had value then. So that carries over in your head. But it, it took me out of it for just a second. Yeah, I don't have an answer for that. I know a lot of post-apocalypse shows, things that add value that are not like cash, because like cash doesn't tends to lose its value pretty quickly. Um, but some other stuff like gold and diamonds somehow seems to keep its value. Um, and I'm pretty sure it's because it's a physical thing that can't be like manufactured directly, like money can be. Having it be having it be like a physical thing that has weight somehow makes people think that it's more valuable because of the shadow, the memory of its value before. I was just gonna agree with you. I think that was kind of part of it. You know, sometimes when you can cling to something to the time before, you know, it, it it's like oh, this was like a uh, the stories I watched on TV and read as a kid. Like in a way, it's more valuable to you because it, it's a world that was gone. It's like holding onto a watch that doesn't have batteries. Anymore. Speaking of that, I loved the fact that they had a Star Wars reference and then everyone calling him out for being a nerd. Plus, the the Lord of the Rings stuff actually made more sense since books are going to be something that you can hold on to a lot more easily. But having a few movie references just, that that really got me. I like that. A, so I totally agree with you. But B, I don't know if you guys noticed, our, we always keep a chat, anybody who's listening, to kind of keep our notes, especially on longer episodes, but I went on this whole tangent where they they just mentioned the shards of Narsil from Lord of the Rings. I was like, oh my gosh, is Alex our Aragorn, our Strider? Is he going to return? Is like Robin's like this long ago figure that, you know, a mythos that, you know, is just shards now. We're going to see it reforged. And I was just like, what does this mean for the story? And I had like missed five minutes because I was like thinking about this. So I hope it goes somewhere and that I didn't just waste my time. I think where it's going is that you're a nerd. Hey, hey, uh, you know what? I just looked it up and uh, Danny Trejo said, shut the fuck up. He said it right here. I saw it as a comment on our thing. Thank you, Danny, for backing me up. I'm not going to argue with Danny Trejo. (laughs) That would be the weirdest out of nowhere comment to appear somewhere. And you know what? I would shut the fuck up. Yeah. All right. So any uh, any criticisms or any um, any thoughts that are not, oh, my God, what the hell did we just listen to? This is fantastic. Like any criticisms at all? I don't like zombies. That's fair. I mean, there weren't any zombies. Well, there's a couple of zombies, sort of. Yeah. At the beginning. None of the zombies really had speaking roles. I mean, they had bit parts. No, they had bite parts. Oh! Oh. (laughs) I got that. Terrible. It was a toothy comment. So it sounds like the only criticism we've had so far is that it, it was sometimes difficult to tell where in the timeline we currently were. Yeah. Because this covers, like three-ish different events, major events, like the trial. And it was a little confusing that this was like some kind of trial for positioning or for a job in the beginning. Uh, It does does drop you in uh, without any real warning or lead up. Because it it starts with um, talking about recording the movie back in the past. And then it comes to the present without really having a sense of that jump like you have to kind of like reverse figure it out then it hops from that trial to what them talking to one of the people that was on trial 
and explaining their history, and then it kind of bounces back and forth between that and um, 17 years ago. So it's really just two time periods, but there's a lot of bouncing back and forth. And I feel like we all got a feeling for which part was part of which timeline by the half to three quarters mark. But before that, it was kind of confusing, right? Yeah, especially because of the way that the intro was structured. Yeah, they had the intro segment with the guys talking about filming the movie and then the more intro-y intro. And then they're they're in a scene where they're like on a mission. And I was like, is this part of the movie? Is there something funny going to be happening? Because they said it was like a zombie Wild West comedy. I was a little confused. Yeah, I have to admit, I don't really know how they could have fixed that with something that's just only audio without having the narrator step in all over the place. The one thing that I do have to mention, though, is right at the beginning, Alex seemed a little lacking in emotion for the situation that was going on. And the fact that it came out that they were in a trial and it wasn't a real, like, actual imminent danger situation that made it a lot more clear as why he wasn't emotionally invested right at that moment. I agree. I did also feel, and I think some of the others mentioned this in the, in, in the process of this, the um, young man is speaking to the older man who's a friend of his father's, but their, their voices were very similar. I didn't get a sense that one was significantly older or younger than the other, um, or that it was sort of a mentor situation happening. once I once we were through the dialogue, you could see it in in their words, but in terms of their their voices, it was confusing. I got you. Uh, their voices do sound like a very similar age. I wouldn't say they. I didn't. I never confused them, but one does not sound like he's at least twenty years older than the other. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Well, let's get some individual opinions. Let's get Max first. Really, this. And this was previously held by a blood culture, but this is now the go-to for me for introducing people, as long as they are zombie fans, for uh, audio drama, people who either don't like it or just haven't listened to it, because all of the production quality was amazing, the performances were amazing, the dialogue was incredibly believable. Uh, just from start to finish, even down to the bumpers that they used before and after ads, it really drew me in, and those bumpers had that feeling of like 80s or 90s or 70s television and that it just added to the experience for me just the little touches that they paid attention to i would give it um uh, i'd say nine and a half uh, headless corpses out of ten helen the production quality of this including the casting was excellent all of the foley was was just spot on you could really imagine them standing outside in a crunchy dusty westerny zombie filled setting and i already did mention that the levels and the engineering i think my biggest criticism is that you you just can't drop into this series it's heavily dependent on what has come before the world building that they've done in the last several years i believe of of the series and even though this is a sort of a spin-off and is the first episode of a new spin-off you really don't get a sense of a lot of the history in terms of who all these people are and the the world and how it functions not that that's necessarily a bad thing it encourages you to go back and listen to their back catalog but it was definitely hard to sort of adjust to what was going on in the world that they're trying to bring us into. LJ? So um, I'm unfortunately going to have to piggyback on everyone else. I loved it. I thought that um, 
the acting really pulled me in and I try to cut people a lot of slack. I know how hard it is not to sound wooden or to expand your, um, uh, range of emotion over a mic. Uh, and they just did it flawlessly. I felt really comfortable with every single one of them. I kind of got the personality for everyone without them being like, I'm the funny guy. I'm the sarcastic guy. You know, it, it was just, everybody was very real to me. And so even though I will have to say like, to listen to this story, I would definitely go backwards and listen to the other stories that came before it first, um, because I would want more context than I have. I think in and of itself, it's very high quality, very good. And I definitely will, would listen to more of it. So I'll give it, um, you know, four Falcons out of five. Maggie? Yeah, I mean, if you're going to have to piggyback off of everybody else, I'm kind of in the same position. I did really like the sound quality. I liked the Foley and the use of sound effects. It was like really good, really engaging. The voice acting was really good. Um, the only thing that really pulled me out of the scene was just kind of the amount of time I spent wondering what's going on exactly, who is who and who's related to who. And like, I, I personally sometimes have a hard time focusing, so it's, it might not be necessarily a problem for the writers and the production team so much as just my attention. But I spend a lot of time thinking about like, what, what exactly is going on. And that was a little bit distracting, but everything else was really good really liked the music. It was just really entertaining. So, um, yeah, I'd have to give it uh, three and a half gold bars out of five. I really enjoyed it. I have listened to all of the other two previous shows. So there are a lot of references just for who the people are. But I don't feel like there was a whole lot of direct references to things that happened before minus maybe like six or seven. A lot of the characters were from the, the older shows. So it's good seeing them back. And I could see how it'd be a little confusing not having any context for who they are. But I mean, We're Live was probably like one of the two or three shows that got me in the audio drama in the first place. So I would say five out of five weirdly walking zombie corpses. That, that's certainly a number. This program was brought to you by. A pack of lions. They're right behind you. Run. That was On the Road Again. From the show, We're Alive, Gold Rush. To find out more, go to www.we'realive.com. This has been Audio Drama Showcase. For more episodes and information, go to www.legendsmithproductions.com. Don't forget to check out our other shows, Anansi Storytime, The Fairy Tale Audio Drama, and Geek Core Radio, The Eccentric Music Podcast. Thanks for listening. High five. We made it. Out Falcon Standing. <laughs>